chapter nine of explanation of catholic morals this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. explanation of catholic morals by john h stapleton pride excellence is a quality that raises a man above the common level and distinguishes him among his fellow-beings the term is relative the quality may exist in any degree or measure tis only the few that excel eminently but any one may be said to excel who is ever so little superior to others be they few or many three kinds of advantages go to make up one's excellence nature's gifts are talent knowledge health strength and beauty fortune endows us with honor wealth authority and virtue piety honesty are the blessings of grace to the possession of one or several of these advantages excellence is attached all good is made to be loved all gifts directly or indirectly from god are good and if excellence is the fruit of these gifts it is lawful reasonable human to love it and them but measure is to be observed in all things virtue is righteously equidistant while vice goes to extremes it is not therefore attachment and affection for this excellence but inordinate unreasonable love that is damnable and constitutes the vice of pride god alone is excellent and all greatness is from him alone and those who are born great who acquire greatness or who have greatness thrust upon them alike owe their superiority to him nor are these advantages and this preeminence due to our merits and deserts everything that comes to us from god is purely gratuitous on his part and undeserved on ours since our very existence is the effect of a free act of his will why should not for a greater reason all that is accidental to that existence be dependent on his free choice finally nothing of all this is ours or ever can become ours our qualities are a pure loan confided to our care for a good and useful purpose and will be reclaimed with interest since the malice of our pride consists in the measure of affection we bestow upon our excellence if we love it to the extent of adjudging it not a gift of god but the fruit of our own better selves or if we look upon it as the result of our worth that is due to our merits we are guilty of nothing short of downright heresy because we hold two doctrines contrary to faith what hast thou that thou hast not received if a gift is due to us it is no longer a gift this extreme of pride is happily rare it is directly opposed to god it is the sin of lucifer a lesser degree of pride is while admitting ourselves beholden to god for whatever we possess and confessing his bounties to be undeserved to consider the latter as becoming ours by right of possession with liberty to make the most of them for our own personal ends this is a false and sinful appreciation of god's gifts but it respects his and all subordinate authority if it never in practice fails in this submission there is sin because the plan of god by which all things must be referred to him is thwarted but its malice is not considered grievous pride however 
only too often fails in this its tendency being to satisfy itself which it cannot do within the bounds of authority therefore it is that from being a venial this species of pride becomes a mortal offence because it leads almost infallibly to disobedience and rebellion there is a pride improperly so called which is in accordance with all the rules of order reason and honour it is a sense of responsibility and dignity which every man owes to himself and which is compatible with the most sincere humility it is a regard and esteem for oneself too great to allow one to stoop to anything base or mean it is submissive to authority acknowledges shortcomings respects others and expects to be respected in return it can preside with dignity and obey with docility far from being a vice it is a virtue and is only too rare in this world it is nobility of soul which betrays itself in self-respect here is the origin progress and development of the vice we first consider the good that is in us and there is good in all of us more or less this consideration becomes first exaggerated then one-sided by reason of our overlooking and ignoring imperfections and shortcomings out of these reflections arises an apprehension of excellence or superiority greater than we really possess from the mind this estimate passes to the heart which embraces it fondly rejoices and exalts the conjoint acceptation of this false appreciation by the mind and heart is the first complete stage of pride an overwrought esteem of self the next move is to become self-sufficient presumptuous a spirit of enterprise asserts itself wholly out of keeping with the means at hand it is sometimes foolish sometimes insane reason being blinded by error the vice then seeks to satisfy itself craves for the esteem of others admiration flattery applause and glory this is vanity different from conceit only in this that the former is based on something that is or has been done while the latter is based on nothing vanity manifested in word is called boasting indeed that is true vain glory indeed without foundation of truth hypocrisy but this is not substantial enough for ambition another form of pride it covets exterior marks of appreciation rank honour dignity authority it seeks to rise by hook or crook for the sole reason of showing off and displaying self still growing apace pride becomes indignant irritated angry if this due appreciation is not shown to its excellence it despises others either for antipathy or inferiority it believes its own judgment infallible and if in the wrong will never acknowledge a mistake or yield finally the proud man becomes so full of self that obedience is beneath him and he no longer respects authority of man or of god here we have the sin of pride in all the plenitude of its malice pride is often called an honourable vice because its aspirations are lofty because it supposes strength and tends directly to elevate man rather than to debase and degrade him like the other vices 
yet pride is compatible with every meanness it lodges in the heart of the pauper as well as in that of the prince there is nothing contemptible that it will not do to satisfy itself and although its prime malice is to oppose god it has every quality to make it as hideous as satan himself it goeth before a fall but it does not cease to exist after the fall and no matter how deep down in the mire of iniquity you search you will find pride neither most other vices excite one's pity pride makes us shudder End of chapter 9